Welcome to Travolting. Hosted by Jeff Sweeney and Stuart Elmore. Covering moment by moment. Enjoy the episode. Hey, Jeff. Hey. Welcome to the episode, everyone. Are you ready to talk about moment yeah, by moment? Yeah, welcome to moment by moment. Uh, a movie that we've been itching to talk about. Probably John Travolta's greatest work. No, it's not. Um, it's not. I don't even the, want you the, to do this bit. This is a movie... I changed my mind. I don't even want you to do this bit. First first and foremost, thank you all for listening, and thank you for joining us last week for Greece. We hope you enjoyed it. We uh, enjoyed it. We hope you enjoyed us talking about a good movie. Yeah. Uh, this week we're talking about a movie that doesn't exist. It really doesn't. It's called Moment by Moment. It's not available to watch literally anywhere. You have to buy it on DVD. I had to buy like a bootleg. It's not even a bootleg. It was like an unofficial DVD release. Where'd you get it? It's from Amazon. I got it from eBay ebay i got it from ebay you had to get it from ebay it's not even like available I mean, it, on it's, amazon? it's on amazon but i got it from ebay but like on amazon you have to buy the dvd yeah i don't know if it's like an official i think it's an like an official ish release i'm but. looking it up on amazon but you couldn't even get subtitles yeah it, it was like it was one of those dvds where you put it in it, it pops was. up with a poster of the movie and the word play movie next to it it was play movie and there was a scene selection. There was option, scene selection, but there was but there's no, no special features. No languages. There's no languages. There's no oh oh moment by moment non USA format PAL regu- regulation two import from Germany. So so far no no good. I can't find this on Amazon. Yeah, this movie really doesn't exist. Yeah, this movie doesn't exist. They erased it from history. Uh, it came out in 1978. But we found in, it in the midst of the Carter administration. Yeah, 1978. Uh, it was directed, uh, supposedly directed, uh, as we don't know if it exists, by Jane Wagner. It was the only film. Yes. It's, it's, she's actually Lily Tomlin's wife. Oh. Like the, the star of this movie. Wow. Um, it's her wife and a comedy writer. Um, seemingly, this movie was like just put together very quickly. Um, but yeah. Um, how, do they, how do they green light this movie? I can tell you exactly how. How? Yeah. Uh, so, John Travolta had signed a three-picture deal with Robert Stigwood around the time of Saturday Night Fever. Wow. Agreeing that he would do three movies with this man. Yeah. Uh, and he did Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. The man produced Grease as well. Yeah. Uh, and they're looking for the next big hit. Mm-hmm. He was another big star, 1978, Lily Tomlin. Mm-hmm. So, let's put them together. Travolta and Tomlin. The match made for the ages. Who's going to direct it? Tomlin's wife. They can... I mean, and write it. Yes, and write it. Uh, seems like a surefire hit. It was not, dear reader. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it, it most certainly was not. Yes, um, but that—that's. It was part of Travolta's three-picture deal. It was what ended his three-picture deal with this producer, who I don't believe he worked with again. Uh, so this is very much kind of almost a throwaway movie in a lot of respects. Yeah. Um, um, here, here's a quote from. The, of, from uh, a Los Angeles magazine at the time of its production. The chemist, this is from a source on set. 
The chemistry between Tomlin and Travolta began to rival that of Menashem Behin and Yasser Arafat in the most 1978 reference ever. Uh, the Camp David Accords were occurring around this time, I suppose. Uh, crew staff members also quoted saying, two weeks into the shooting on location in Malibu, there was nobody on the set that didn't know we were in the middle of a turkey. It was like being on the voyage of the damned. Jesus Christ. So your two cast members are being compared to uh, Behin and Arafat. Uh, <laughs> and you're being told that the crew thinks it was like working on the voyage of the damned. Not looking good. No one really had faith in this movie, seemingly. Yeah. Um, Didn't it, they like take it all out of theaters almost right away? Yeah, it did too? not. It did not last. I made a weirdly decent amount of money. It made eleven million, which like isn't good for what they were hoping for, but it's it made over its budget, not accounting for marketing and all that. It probably was because of the marketing that it made that much money. That it's like, hey, you like John, John Travolta? Travolta? You like Lily Tomlin? If I got a deal for you. And then you watch this movie. How many people do you think walked out of the theater? <laughs> so many. Because I wanted to shut this movie I off. I zoned out at one point so in this movie. So um, many times. I like took notes, but I stopped. Like I don't even think I was halfway through the movie when I stopped taking notes. This this is definitely... This isn't a... I'm not going to say this is a boring movie. No, it is. This is... No, it is. No, no. No, it here, is. here's what it is. Here's what it is. What is it? It is the least exciting movie I've ever seen. That's boring. Essentially, but I think it is important to emphasize this is beyond boring in that it is just the least exciting. There's like next to no music. Um, most of the scenes are just people walking at each other. Nothing exciting happens. It is rated PG, so even on the most baseline level of ways to get people to watch this movie, there's no like nudity or sex. Yeah. Every sex scene is they turn the lights off and then you just see an amorphous blob in the middle of the screen moving. Yep. For two minutes. And every now and again, a saxophone will pop in. Oh, yeah, the saxophone. I forgot about the saxophone Fun fact, score. The Bee Gees apparently wrote a song for this movie. Oh, I heard of this. Um, but when they watched a rough cut, they refused to let it be in the movie. It's that bad. It's it's This is a real rough movie. This is not the beginning of Trolls' fall because he does have another hit or two after this but it is a harbinger of what's to come in the 80s yeah um i gotta be real with our audience here um this is gonna be a rough one we're not gonna have too much to talk i mean no we're gonna have a lot to talk about honestly this is gonna be our best this is gonna be our best episode yet i like that you're setting the bar high for this but i just don't know if we're gonna be able to deliver yes no it it I think there's a quote from Lily Tomlin in the publicity for this movie okay. that I found that I think is actually essential for our like our thesis of this podcast. Okay. Uh, she talks about working with John Travolta, and she says, the first thing you notice about him is how sensitive he is and how sexy. But beyond that, it's as if he had every contradiction in him. Masculinity, femininity, refinement, crudity. It's all there. He has everything. It's incredible. Which is, on one hand, publicity talk. It makes sense with, like, you know, after this, we're going to do our Urban Cowboy episode. Yeah, we haven't recorded that yet. We haven't recorded that yet. Um, (laughs) And uh, when we do, we are going to talk about, you know, John Travolta's vast masculinity. We have absolutely not recorded Urban Cowboy yet in anticipation of trying to delay recording this episode. Hasn't happened. That wasn't the case. But, um, yeah, I think that quote kind of summarizes what we're investigating here which is 
John Travolta. What like what is it about him as an actor? Like what is he what he draws him to a project? What is he trying to accomplish? And I think a main part of that is his contradictions as an actor. Yeah. That he is a very masculine man who's always toying with femininity. That he is has like a, a like a a very attractive face. He's very refined, but he's willing to be crude. Yeah. And it's those contradictions that make so many of his most special performances as special as they are. Like Saturday Night Fever and Urban Cowboy. Right. Being these masculine men having to break down their masculinity or Greece where it's about a masculine man just reemphasizing his masculinity, pushing away his femininity. And that so much of his career is about that, I think is part of what makes this movie. And then we get hairspray. It's what makes this movie a little bit of a, of a failure in that as a lot of filmmakers in the eighties will fail to do this movie doesn't really do anything interesting with John Travolta. Yeah. It doesn't do anything with his persona. It doesn't do anything with his abilities as an actor. He is present and he delivers lines, but it's not investigating anything about him. And the only good John Travolta performances are when they're investigating something about him. Interesting. And he has the opportunity to investigate that within himself. That's a good point, Jeff. I never thought about that before. Yes. Because all these movies that we've watched, I mean, Devil's Reign aside, because that's just him as supporting, like, zombie satanist man yeah but um they've all been investigations into the persona of john travolta even carrie one might say. even carrie yeah and uh this is the first one we're seeing where people are just kind of pushing him into a traditional leading man role which you really can't do with which he does not excel at he's fine he's competent for the most part but it's not where his talents lie and uh, we're going to be dealing with this a lot <laughs> until we get to Pulp Fiction. <laughs> um, yeah. When he has that career revitalization. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think you said it best, is that John Travolta really is just in this movie, but yeah. like just reading lines, looking cute, taking a shirt off every once he's in a l- while. He's looking cute in this movie. This is like the... This is Robert Pattinson's Twilight for John Travolta. Yeah, where it's he's like, present saying things. Where it's like, he's there, he's saying lines, he's there to look cute, but not really much do anything else. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, know, you know what he, he does in this movie? He's creepy. <laughs> he's very stalkerish. This, this is very boy in the plastic bubble uh, core. Very stalkerish. Um, he's yeah. a little weird in this movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, we start off, we'll just, might as well just dive into this movie. <laughs> because... That we've we've gone over all the like the the context uh, that we can we can't stall anymore, can we? We got to talk about the actual fucking movie yeah, because we we've been able to really just talk about other movies and their themes and you know how Travolta fits into that. Uh, we do not have that with this movie. No, we don't. Okay, but so. it starts off. It starts off with a uh, tracking shot of Lily Tomlin walking down the streets of Beverly Hills with not staying alive playing in the background. Yeah, with just a saxophone play, like, playing. <laughs> And every now, like now and again, a like a superimposed logo of a fashion company will appear. <laughs> Something like that. Like a, fa- a fashion logo will just appear. Yeah. And then it disappears and it's like never acknowledged again. Yep. This movie has nothing really to do with fashion. Not, We're just no. seeing a lot of fashion logos. Not really. Well, I think it's to show that she is a like 
stay-at-home housewife. That doesn't really work. Yeah, that, and that she's high class. And so she spends her time going to these high class places and living the fancy schmancy life with her money. Yeah. And but there's no substance yeah. behind it. But uh, she's walking to the pharmacy. Yeah. And then we cut to John Travolta also walking to said pharmacy. He's like striding down the street in like denim or whatever he's wearing. Right. I think he has a yellow shirt on. He has a yellow. It's he has he has a shirt on at this point. He, has he does not have a shirt on later in the movie, but he does have a shirt on for this. Right. Scene. Yeah. Um, so and he's walking. Uh, the long hair is back after its absence yeah, in we, Greece. Yeah, we get a uh, boy in plastic bubble length hair again. Um, you know, where I would rank this movie is probably right alongside with Boy in the Plastic Bubble here. Like, it's just a little bit out of control. Again, for folks who are paying attention to the, the hair review segment of the show is, um, see, I, I should clarify my long hair Travolta desire. And that is because, like, Carrie was the best long hair Travolta form. It was fitted. It was stylized. It was well-mannered. Whereas Boy in the Plastic Bubble was a boy who had never gotten a haircut, who barely washes his hair, and it was just long, lanky, flowing, messy hair. This is kind of like that, too. Because we're going to get to this later on, but we find out he's like a homeless drifter, basically. (laughs) Um, Which kind of explains a long hair look for him. So, yeah. um, I would put this right along Boy in the Plastic Bubble, like tied for that and this has been the hair review brought to yeah. you by Stuart um, Elmore following the Travolting podcast so Lily Tomlin walks into this pharmacy yeah. she goes up and she's like I need my pills yes and uh, for some reason they can't give them to her they're I like sleeping pills oh yeah they're sleeping pills and I can't remember why she can't get them something about like uh, expiration yeah maybe? her script expired or like she just see this is why I watch movies with subtitles so I don't miss yeah. like important she's, pieces of dialogue yeah, I mean, Medicare in this country, am I right? <laughs> well, she's right. unable to get her sleeping pills. Well, um, she's rich enough to have her own private insurance, but yeah. of course, yeah, whatever. She's there, and then she's told she can't get her sleeping pills, and then... And then Travolta walks up. Yeah, and, and by the gets, way, he's playing a character named Strip. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even say that yet. Yeah, his character's name is Strip. <laughs> his, his name is Strip. Strip. <laughs> and I, I say it just like that because there are multiple times in the movie where it's a very <laughs> sensual scene when they're making love or kissing and Lily Tomlin is just saying, Strip. And her strip. name is Trisha. Like, short for Patricia, but just Trisha. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea what her name was. <laughs> okay. I watched this movie a little under or over a week ago, and I've forgotten most of it. I just wrote but, down Tomlin. Whenever yeah. I wrote down plot points, I wrote down Tomlin. I never even. This is, as I said, the least exciting movie I've ever seen. But we will endure for you folks. <laughs> we will talk about. We will talk about this whole movie if it kills us. A whole hour and forty-five minutes of it. <sighs> too long. Uh, a little too long. Um, so, but one thing I have to, uh, something I have to mention is she's still up at the pharmacy trying to argue with the pharmacist. John Travolta yes. arrives and gets like really close to her. Yes. Like almost like this is like the fifth scene that they shot in the movie yeah. already after like two love scenes. This so is they're that, already getting that close to this each other. that part other. in production when they're on the voyage of the damn the cruise Well, like, you know, like a normal person. And I know we're living in a COVID age. Yeah. So like personal space has definitely changed in our culture. But like he is literally like he's got his arm around yeah. her. He's being a li- he's being weird. He's already. like really hovering over Lily Tomlin. Like I think even in 1978, this would be getting into her bubble yeah. a little bit. 
but but she she leaves. She leaves. But and what does Travolta he, need? He he needs to find his friend Greg. That's who we right. never see in this movie. We've never see him in this movie. But there's always a looming figure named Greg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like to think that there is a figure named Old Greg. Yes, and that's who he's referring to. Is I'm well, old Greg. Well, 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 Greg does uh does meet his end of the show on this movie. <laughs> um, oh, unfortunately God. we don't see him meet his yeah. end we're just told that a, he, he a, a light he, a lightning bolt strikes the <laughs> no no we haven't gotten uh, to that yet that's uh, way yeah, later I forgot we haven't talked about we haven't yet. talked about urban cowboy what what do you mean what do i what do i mean why would that relate to urban cowboy i don't know why that would i was just saying he gets struck by lightning but we got anyway. Um, so yeah, he, he's asking for his friend Greg, but Greg was fired. Um, yeah, he was fired. And they're like, "You'll be fired too, bum!" Even though he doesn't work there. It, yeah, they say least, they say something along that line. They say something, something police. Yeah, and so uh, strip strip leaves. Strip leaves, and he follows Trisha. Yeah. Um, to what? A jewelry uh, store or another pharmacy? Some store. I think it's a grocery store. Oh no, jewelry store. You're right. It's it's a store. It's a store. He follows her in. He's Why like, he hey, fine? you know, I, I I met you once before. And That's she, right. He fills her in on the context yeah. of how he knows her. We and, didn't and, see any And of she's this. like, great. Well, because he says, I was your valet driver like last summer or something. Yeah, so and that he was, was like, like, I was a valet at the event. And she's like, why are you following me? And he's like, <laughs> oh, I just want to say thanks for covering for him. And she's like, I have no memory of what you're talking he, about. Like, he showed up high to work. Yeah. And um, rather than, oh, and she, he dented a car. And then she said she dented it. And we know she dented the car and then fessed up to it instead of blaming him, which he thought she was going to do. I don't remember any of this. <laughs> so that, that I just remember him saying something about being a valet. Yeah. So she, she says he was her valet. He was a valet at a party. She was holding yeah. with her husband who she's getting divorced with now. That's right. She's getting divorced with her husband. She is whose name is Bert. Is it Bert? Stu. Oh, Stu. Yeah, his name's Stu. The husband's the name is Stu. The actor's name is Bert. That was the point in time where I was falling asleep with my futon, and I heard her over the phone say something about Stu, and I perked up. I'm like, what? Yeah. What? What? But, uh, Whenever she, there's a character named after me, Jeff, you have to realize that it's very rare. Yes. Because for folks in the audience, when, I, when little Stuart Elmore was growing up in Huntington, Indiana, going to a private Catholic school, I, uh, it wasn't bougie, but, uh, no disrespect to my Huntington Catholic folks out there. But, uh, you know, I would get called names like Stuart Little a lot because of the Mouse movie, which John Travolta's not in. Hugh Laurie's in that movie. Hugh Laurie is in that movie. We should do a podcast on Hugh Laurie. The Laurie cast? Why do you just... Why is your I, podcast name ideas just their name and cast? It's good. I mean, I've pitched you on a few sequels. I mean, we're only six episodes into this, like, 66-episode show, and I've already pitched you yeah, five sequels. but so I, I would get called names like Stuart Little or Stuart the Minion from Despicable Me, Mad TV Stuart. So it's, like, it's always a joy when I can find, like... Yeah, now you can be called after the hu- the philandering husband in Moment, moment by, by moment. moment. Yeah, so I really enjoyed that bit. But, yeah, she's getting divorced with Stu. Yeah, divorced um, with me. And they were having troubles at the time. Well, so did she, just, she have an affair on him? I missed something about that. No, I think he had an affair on her. Okay, yeah. I did um, just, I wrote down, like, um, was there an affair already? Because I knew in the movie she was about to have another I, affair. I, I'm telling you, folks, this movie is all business. Like, it's just, 
a lot of stuff being said with no music over it. And people are like, yeah, you cheated on me. And it's like The Room, but with good actors. This movie is like The Room, but with good actors. Yeah, that's a good way to say it. Um, is a, Jane a lot of things Wagner are Wagner still alive? Yes, a lot of things just happen, and then never have any like importance. <laughs> like Greg, he never shows up. Nope, he never uh, shows up. So uh, then but, but, there's we, a parking lot scene. Yeah, they go to a parking lot where he again follows her, and she's in her car ready to leave and he's like trying to talk to her about so i can get you those pills yeah it's right after the jewelry store where he's just continually following this is the third time now he has like gone in her way yeah i mean it's all in the same like shopping trip for her yeah doesn't make it better but he's just following her which is weird it's weird and creepy um and he's just like yeah i can get you those pills my boy greg can hook my me boy up. greg can hook me up my boy greg um and she's like, no, and then she drives off. Uh, and then it goes to a construction site where her husband is like supervising the building of a condominium. He's an architect. He runs a, like a construction company. That's where why he's famous. His name's on the the the, the sign. I don't remember and, any of this. And <laughs> she call. I don't know how I remember any of this, but she calls him. And uh, he's like, arr, arr, I thought you might be at the beach house. Cause she's at the beach house. And he's like, help, man. She's like, you left the marriage up to me. I'm going to leave the divorce up to you. That's weird. I, I have this written down. I have a bunch of notes that I took during this movie that I have no idea what they mean. I remember that line. Ooh. I have one that just says, dent me. With like quotes around it. I don't know. I assume that someone someone says that in this movie. Someone may have said the movie. Uh, what happens but, after that, Jeff? Oh yeah, but uh, she hangs up on her soon-to-be ex-husband, and then she's on her beach house, and she has a little dog, and then John Travolta just shows up on the beach. Gramp or what? What was it? I wrote down the names because uh, one's called Corky. There's a new dog that comes into play named Corky. And the dogs are really the stars of the movie. Yeah, they, they, they give me a lot of life when nothing else is. Yeah. Uh, Corky and Scamp. Scramp. I'm going to look this up on IMDb. I'm sure they have the dogs listed. Let's uh, go into the careers of those dogs. Um, full cast. They they have to list the dogs in the cast, right? They do, they do. They do. Well, because don't they name the dogs in Wizard of Oz, like Toto? Yeah. They have that dog listed. Yeah. So what, I'm looking at this, and I'm, I can't... I, mean, I just think that no one's really ever cared about putting moment by moment on IMDb. The trivialist is really short. Which, if you've seen any IMDb trivialist, they're never short. Yeah. It's always people putting, like, bullshit facts up, like, did you know that John Krasinski tried out for, like, Ant-Man or whatever? Captain America. I mean, he did actually do that. Yeah. But it's always people putting up, like, we, like it's like, yeah... Did you know that Michael Douglas tried out for the role of uh, Iron Man in 2008? It's always weird fun facts. Um, I think I swallowed a hair. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's a long hair. Yeah. Huh. But he he shows up at her beach house. Shirtless, right? He has a shirt on at this point. Does he take it off? He does later when he goes Well, because I wrote down beach scene two. Because I remember beach... Oh, no, no, no. Did you not write down beach scene one? <laughs> I wrote down beach scene one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Travolta. Because he tells her that he's meeting his friends. Yeah. 
who aren't and then there none yet. None of them show up. None of them show up. is uh, so alone. In and this. he's like, and he's, and he tells her he's obsessed with her because she covered for him once. He's like, you could have just blamed this on me, and uh, you didn't. That makes you a good person. And he's like, and she's like, cool. Stop following me. <laughs> <laughs> Showing up in my beach house. Like, how does he know where she lives? Yeah, how did she? How did he find the beach house? This movie would be fantastic if it was a horror thriller. <laughs> Like, um, she falls in love with him and finds out but he's she, a stalker. Yeah, but she banishes him. And then he comes back. <laughs> I was face. like, how well does that work, Jeff? Uh, he comes Not back very almost well. immediately. And this one, he's shirtless. Yes, he's shirtless. And he's like, I got something for you. And he gives her the pills. And he's like, yeah, Greg was woke <laughs> me up. Jesus Christ. And uh, that's when she's like, where are your friends? Like, oh, like, they didn't show up. Some friends, huh? Yeah. <laughs> he does, like, the Tommy Wiseau yeah. laugh. <laughs> He's like, yeah, some friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> mind you, I, I've mentioned a few times, but there's not been any music in this movie at this point until, uh, or since the opening credits. I'm just now realizing this. There is music again during the set, next sex scene. But up until this point, there's not been any music. It's been dead silent. Except for the characters talking in the waves. Was that like a creative choice? It has to have been. Because there is music later, so they like had the money for it. Why? Oh, but anyway, it, it cuts to like the next morning. And he's still on the beach. <laughs> he's just like, sl- he just like slept there. I wrote in my notes, he will not stop. <laughs> With an exclamation point. At oh, end. no. Um, There's some business for he's oh yeah he leaves and then she's driving around and she sees his car broken down on the side of the road that's right and she pulls over isn't he upset with her at this point because she's like being very standoffish yeah and he's she's not letting him inside or whatever or something like that for good fucking reason um he will not stop (laughs) but uh (laughs) he won't i wrote down okay the car scene I wrote down there's some business. Like He's like, yeah, I need help to come back and fix my car. It was all prank. It was all a lie. Yeah. It wasn't his car. Yeah. He just found a car on the side of the road, yeah. started pretending like he was working on it. Yeah. It had a for sale sign, Jeff. Yeah. Would you keep a for sale sign on a car <laughs> no. after you bought it? No, you take that <laughs> he's shit just off. just hanging out. So he, walked, he was walking down this highway, yeah. found a car and said, oh, I know what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to pretend like I'm working out this car. Yeah. So when Lily's Hollow drives by... Which I know she will, because she can't. And she does. She's, she's attracted to me. I know she is, and I'm gonna pretend like I'm working. Yeah. I'm all alone. I'm, oh. gonna do, I'm on my shirt off, or on my tank top on. Yeah. You know, show my muscles, and then guess what? The plan worked. Yeah. Wasn't and, even and his she, car. And she actually helps. <laughs> Wasn't even his car. Yeah. How, you know, who pays for it? Not him. Yeah. She does. She pays to get it fixed. Yeah, he gets a free car out of it. He do, he got a free car out of it. And, uh, and does, doesn't he say it's Greg's car? Doesn't he claim that it's Greg's car? Seems kind of shady. And he's like, yeah, me and Greg share a car. And she's like, oh, is Greg your your friend? And he's like, I'm straight. Greg's just a friend. He like insists that he and Greg are not gay, which I don't know why it had to be said. But it, that's it probably is. Travolta thing. He said, hey, yeah. uh, Jane. And Jane's like, what? It's like, can I add a line in here? It's like, what? What is I've it? I seen it emphasize how straight I am in this scene. And it's like, I just need to make sure the audience is not confused that I am not gay. Yes, yeah, so because like, he's just following this woman. That doesn't and tell you enough. Jane, at which point, is like, John, no one thinks you're gay. It's like, I just need people to know that I'm not gay, Jane. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. And then they added the line. Yeah. For whatever reason, she actually starts getting attracted to him in this moment. <laughs> and uh, Yeah. The car scene. That was a weird yeah, one. And they like, like, get they, in the car. We'll get lunch. Yeah. And they get lunch. 
I don't remember what happened. There's a telescope lunch. in the background of that. I wrote that down. There's a, <laughs> there's, a tel- <laughs> there's a telescope in the background. This is where we, we got with this movie. She's folks. apparently an astronomer or something. No, she just likes looking at the stars. She's like rich and her husband runs a construction company and she just kind of hangs out at the beach house. And she likes looking at the stars. Okay. Cool. Anyway, um, he leaves and then he comes back the next day. Or this whatever. is when I wrote down, um, he's a drug dealer? Oh, yeah. He, or friends with yeah. one? He brings up that he and Greg ran away from home. I don't think Greg is real, Jeff. <laughs> no, Greg. <laughs> I, don't he think, says, <laughs> I don't think Greg is a real person. <laughs> he, says, he says he and Greg ran away from home. I really think uh, and, uh, him and Greg are one, the same person. Well, very clearly Greg was someone because he worked at that store and got fired at the beginning. Uh... He wears a disguise. But um, anyway. Did that pharmacy ever see Greg and Strip work at the same shift? <laughs> Strip. D- but, did he? No. I don't think so. But, so have you ever seen Strip and Greg in the same room together? Have you together? seen Strip and Batman in the same room together? Uh, I don't think I so. I think not. I think not. So my uh, hypothesis is that um, Greg is Strip. Strip yeah. is Greg. Um. That actually, that would be a more interesting movie than the one we got, is if it had some like. It would uh, be would be much more interesting. So some Fight Club esque um, but um, there's another car scene. I think there's some business with a car. Well, <laughs> they go to the gas station to pick up his car. Yeah, that because she called AAA to get it picked up. Yeah, and to get fixed. So um, he gets his car back. Well, he asks about her. Or he husband gets a car back in the in the car scene beforehand, and that like stirred up some emotions emotions but then they go to the gas station yeah she pays to fix his car this creeper who's oh yeah that does happen around yeah this is like stockholm and he just gets in the car and drives off he fucks off and then the next morning he shows up at her (laughs) beach house again uh and i wrote down the line he says because he's like i don't have a place to live or he's like i couldn't get a shower or something i need to bathe he's like may i use your ocean And she says, it's yes. It's not her ocean. <laughs> and uh, she says, yes, and he gets in the ocean. That's when he takes off his shirt. Oh, he takes off he, his does shirt. he strip down all the way? I think he wears his, like... Uh, no, his, his name is Strip, but he does not strip. Well, he strips a little bit. Yeah. Sometime around that time, they, they like, they make out or have sex or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, um. and they, they sleep in the beach house together, and... Um, but like I said, it's just because it's PG, it's not R-rated. It's just like yeah. a amorphous blob of... At what point in the movie is she talking to a friend who's getting waxed? Oh, yeah, her friend. <laughs> um, <laughs> Naomi? Yeah, Naomi. That's the character's name, according to Wikipedia. Um, yeah, so she's talking to Naomi, and she's like, yeah, good for you leaving your husband for cheating on you. Um, and she mentions this guy, Strip, who she's seeing. Oh no, she doesn't. She doesn't yet. I don't she think doesn't, she mentions she strip at all. She doesn't want to be seen as walk being. In she doesn't want to be being seen as Greg improper. delivers the groceries and she just passes strip. them off as a delivery. Well, that guy. yeah, that that's a little later. What if first? She, yeah, oh, I want to talk first, about that scene. Yeah, we're, we're gonna get to it. We're gonna get okay. to it. But first, he shows up and he's all sad. Um, and he's like, <laughs> "Greg's dead." <laughs> <laughs> How did he die, Greg? He was killed by a drug, <laughs> he was killed by a drug dealer. <laughs> oh, God. What if he was killed by the same drug dealers in Saturday Night Fever? Uh, maybe. Except this is in L.A. Saturday Night Fever is in New York. 
Yeah, that'd be quite a quite a drive. <laughs> would be quite a drive. But Greg Greg's dead. He was killed by some like Don or whatever. I don't think Greg. He is he real. sees the crime boss who did it at a party later and just never acknowledges that again. What? At the end of the movie, that like, happened. Yeah, at the end, he's like, "Yeah, that's Don Tomasino or whatever the hell his name is." He killed Greg. <laughs> they just don't don't talk about it anymore. Uh, I had no idea that yeah. happened in the movie. But um, by the way, um, it's getting that time my roommate walk in. But if he does, let's just keep the podcast going. Yeah, no, he he walked in already. Oh, did he? He's right there. You're fucking with me. <laughs> no, he's literally standing right there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> that happened like five minutes ago. <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, hey, Owen. No worries. No worries, man. We're talking about Owen. Yeah. Come here. With very special guest, Owen Phillips. Here. <laughs> this is such a great episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're talking about um, a movie called Moment by Moment. Have you ever seen it before? Uh-uh. What's it about? <laughs> see, it's got, what, three stars there? Yeah, it's got three stars. Is that your review or something else? No, this is IMDb review. Um, so it's about this, um, guy named strip <laughs> Travolta plays a guy named strip. That's his name. Um, Lily Tomlin, who plays an older socialite, uh, housewife. As you just learned named Trisha. Um, his name is Trisha. I didn't know that was her name. The entire thing. <laughs> the entire thing. <laughs> her name was Trisha. <laughs> it's an hour and 40 minutes. And I had no... oh so, but like, so Travolta, Gets with Trisha, like at least makes numerous attempts at doing it, but and in really awkward ways too. So, um, yeah, 24, 25, something like that. And uh, Lily Talent at the time was like 30, yeah, no, even older than that, I think. I think she She was was older than him, yeah, she was definitely older than him. Like the movie was set to be like older woman gets with a younger guy, yeah. Eventually, they do get together and then they have an affair well they don't really have an affair because she's not really with her husband anymore they have an affair let's just say that and then they break up and that's the end of the movie no they get back together at the end <laughs> they do get back together yeah i literally don't remember anything about this goddamn movie all right so uh, i thought travolting had standards <laughs> it does have standards we have we're uh, in the town of lower your standards. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for adding your input. Oh, All right. So that was a special guest appearance by my roommate, Owen Phillips, ladies and gentlemen. So where were we at the talking about the uh, story? Um, there's, well, we were talking about some business. So, Greg died. Yeah, Greg died. Greg just died. Uh, Greg's dead. <laughs> like it, it sucks to be Greg. Um, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, that's all we know. Uh, I also, I wrote in my notes at this point. Does I, it? I wrote in my notes at this point. I zoned out and then took up like 20 <laughs> minutes later. Um, Wait, but does it trouble to show up drunk at one point? Yeah. He, no, he shows up drunk because Greg died. That's right. It's the combo of that. Wasn't there a scene where it was just Travolta and he's like sad in his apartment or something? Which apparently he has an apartment. And he said. Well, he's, that's after the grocery scene, I think. This is. When is that in the movie? Fuck. Anyway, her uh, Trisha's friend Naomi shows up at the beach house, uh, and they're talking, 
and then Strip walks in with the groceries. I cannot remember the. Sorry, ba- I cannot remember ba- the. Sh- back up, back up. You said Greg died. Yes. You said he got killed by a, a gang. Yeah. No, I wrote down quote Greg OD'd. I heard he overdose. No, the, the movie they mentioned he was killed by a gang boss. I wrote down in quotes he OD'd. <laughs> Am I fucking missing? So, do maybe we watch they, his... maybe he was given bad drugs or something. Maybe they made it look like he OD'd. Yeah. Anyway, Greg dies. <laughs> Greg's not Somehow real. crime is involved. <laughs> Greg's not real. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, this character who we never see on screen. Wait, you're going to the Naomi thing. This is after they had officially started their relationship. Yeah, they start They start, They start. start sleeping together frequently. And they like slept going, on the sofa together. Yeah, and it's and like... And then the next morning, they wake up the next morning and then things get hot and heavy. Yes. So they didn't sleep together on that sofa that night. Just, well, I mean, they slept together, but... They, yeah, they, they, they were sex. both present at the same place. Yes, but then the next morning was when they got down with the sickness. Yes. Um. So the next thing I've written down is outside a new dog shows up. Yeah, a new dog named Corker? Corky? Corky. Corky. And, he just um, shows up on the beach. And they are like, their body language around each other is like, they're already lovers. Yeah. Like, it wasn't just like a quick fuck and that's it. It's like, no, we're officially in a relationship now. Because like, he picks up the dog and then he comes and puts an arm around her and they kiss like their husband and wife. I'm like, bro, like he was a weird stalker to you like a day ago. So, um... And then that's when I wrote down that Travolta is 24, Tomlin is 39. Yes. Yeah. Um, and we later so yeah. find out that he ran away from home. Yeah. I, I mean, we've already talked about that. And then there's a hot he, tub he scene. he ran away with Greg. And then there's a hot tub scene. Yeah, there's a hot tub scene. And I want to talk about the hot tub scene. This is before. I'm just glad that we have something that you want to talk about. This is before. Well, what was the other thing I wanted to talk about? There was something I mentioned to you before. I said, don't let me forget about this that I wanted to mention. I don't know. <gasps> the grocery one. Okay. So two things, the hot tub and the grocery one. The grocery one's like soon after the hot tub one, I'm pretty sure. So the hot tub, um, he strips down, low-key, strip, strips. Yes. Strip, strips, okay? He gets in the hot tub. They're in the hot tub, passionately making out, getting really close, getting hot and steamy. And that's when John Travolta whispers into her ear, I love you. Yes. Now, Tomlin at this point is just giggling and laughing. She's like, <laughs> and he's asking, like, do you love me? And she's like, strip. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, he's like, he's just like, do you love me? And her only reply is, strip. <laughs> And she says it again, and I'm yeah. like, he's already naked, so I assume she's asking for his name. And then at one point he says, well, you love me in bed, don't you? And that's when she smiles and looks up, and she's like, yeah, I love you in bed. And then John Travolta gets mad. So he's like, I don't want to be in a relationship if we're not like equally devoted to each other or whatever. And it's like, I'm not having sex with you until you say you love me. Yeah, He says that in the hot tub and gets yeah. out. At some point later, that's when I that's when I stopped writing notes. Yeah, the it, last thing I wrote down in my note was hot tub. He says he loves her. She doesn't say it back. "Quote: I love you in bed." That's my last yeah. note. I'm closing the yeah, note. Yeah, I, I can confirm his thing was blank. That's the last thing I wrote. So, um, all I remember that happened soon after that was she did eventually say she loved him, and then they continued to have sex. Yes. Proceed. Um, grocery scene. I think. Oh fucking. 
I have an idea for this grocery scene. Um, yeah, like a, an idea. <laughs> what okay. does that even mean? So, but uh, so, so so Naomi shows up. Naomi shows up, and um, Trish is like, "Yeah, I'm just here hanging out by myself, nobody else." And then Strip just walks in. Yeah, uh, he's carrying groceries. He's like, "Yeah, I got groceries." She's like, "Oh, thank you, you street urchin for." carrying these groceries for me here is the money that i told you i'd give you now scurry off and here's my idea so trisha takes the dollar bill walks up to the travolta puts the dollar bill in his mouth saying now scurry off go go i have no idea what this bit is (laughs) and the travolta who was very weirded out at this point is like okay and he leaves <laughs> I'm losing my fucking he does he does just like go along with it and leave I'm, I'm losing my mind talking about this movie Jeff um, Vian, what time are we at uh 40 minutes 40 minutes 40 minutes exactly 40 40 right now okay we, we got another hour and 20 to get through <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh jesus i don't know if i could do it i'm committed to making this We're already halfway through this movie this is gonna have to be our longest episode (laughs) (laughs) i cannot i refuse to accept anything less oh god okay um there's like only three locations in this movie um it's like the beach house the beach and like a car oh yeah but uh he he runs off he runs off she's to naomi like no that was my new boyfriend i feel bad i told him to leave I was just embarrassed because he's younger and I'm rich and he's poor. And Naomi's like, that's <sighs> no reason to not love someone. And so they go off looking for him. They're like, where can we search? And they're like, what about this apartment he supposedly lives at? And he's well, they there. search around New York. Or yep. not New York, the city. Yeah, they go to his apartment and they ask a bunch of like vagrants in the lobby. Mm-hmm. No one knows where he is. Right. They go to like a bar. No one knows where he is. Yeah. They fail to find him and just like go home. And then he shows up. And he's like, you hurt my feelings. And she's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> she's like, you want to come to a party with me? <laughs> well, then they make love again. Yeah, they, they make love again. And then he then they go to the cocktail party yeah, together. They go, they go to a cocktail party. Uh, which we find Stu. Don Thomas, Don, the crime lord who killed. I don't remember the crime lord, so I'm just going to take your word for I it. I may have imagined that entire plot line. Is that... Is that the Joseph Schwab Don credited Sa- Don as Santini. druggist? Don Santini. James Luisi? The character's name is Don Santini, played by James Luisi. But we can't forget Burt Kramer as Stu Rawlings. Yes. Yeah. Because <clears throat> he's also there at the party. Yep. I don't remember this drug lord at all. Yeah, I may have imagined that. I remember there's a crime boss who had something to do with Greg. But um, I don't think Greg is a real person. Yes. No, um, he's absolutely a real person. John Travolta but, has split personality syndrome in this movie. He's both people. Yeah. But there, there's um, some business at this cocktail party, uh, and they see Stu, and um, uh, Tomlin's embarrassed, and somehow John Travolta runs off or something like that. Yeah, he does run off. Yeah, he, he runs off. Um, Do they really get back together at the end? Yeah. Fuck. Um, at least that's from what I remember. I, just, I mean, I'm starting to remember the scene now that when they do get back together, but it's like I yeah. totally blacked that they, out. They, of my they argue over their relationship. Um, 
He leaves, but then Trisha tracks him down and finds him. Uh, there's a lot of tracking down in this movie. There's a, there's a lot of track. There's a lot of people just. He knows each where other. to find her. She knows where to find him. Like, what is it with these people? Do they have an emotional connection? Like a spiritual, mental connection? Like they're twins, Jeff? Yeah. So, um, Jeff? Yeah. Are they twins? Maybe. Where they know where the other is at all times? All right. Um, anyway. <laughs> Uh, they, they, she confronts her ex, her current, soon to be ex husband at this party. Stu, whose name Stu. is Stu, and uh, tells him that. that she loves another man. Yeah. Oh, there's some business about John Travolta likes making messages in a bottle as well. At Great. some point, that comes up, and then he leaves a message in a bottle at her place. It's like we can never be together. Uh, and she finds him and is like, "Yes, we can." And he's like, "Okay." And they kiss, and that's the end of the movie. Do we, wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Do we really just finish the movie right there? We're at minute 45. Oh, no, this episode's not over. We're, we're just done talking about the plot. Oh, fuck um, me, man. That's, 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 that's basically the movie. For some reason, she falls in love with him, and then she doesn't, and then he's like, whatever, and then she's like, I actually do love you, and they, they kiss, and that's, that's the plot. There's no theme. There's no like ideas. It's just things happening. Um. Yeah, there's a really funny song at the end called "Moment by Moment" that apparently did well on the charts. Great. Um. Then yeah, um, uh, <laughs> the cast was not happy with this movie. Obviously. John Tolles has like never talked about it. Uh, Lily Tomlin said, uh, "We were totally unprepared. We thought it was a sweet, small, lightly funny movie. We were not prepared for what others thought." It's the one thing that all performers live in fear of, total failure. And when it happens and you survive, I think you're probably in a much better place. It made me less cautious. It made me place more importance on the experience of working with other artists than on the reaction of critics or the public. On the other side of the coin, uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 tried to obtain the rights to use this film, but were turned down by the studio. So they tried to do a Mystery Science Theater on this movie because it was so bad. Wow. Um yeah, it had a, a tie-in record and a tie-in paperback novel. Uh, I don't know how well those did. <laughs> I would yeah. assume not too well. We're still only at 45 minutes and 30 seconds, Jeff. There's a lot left. To, we got a lot left to talk about. What more do we have to talk well, about? We, we're going to restart the movie. No, we're we're going to watch the whole thing on this episode again. <laughs> it's not in the public domain. We can't do that. Yeah, but um, so yeah, I mean... We, you know, that's actually a good point. Boy in the Possible was a public domain, so we could have just actually played the whole fee on this episode. We could have. I thought about that. Like, mm-hmm. what if we kept it running in the background and just paused it yeah. and talk about it? We'll do a commentary of that'll Boy be a Patreon thing. Yeah. Patreon thing. Us watching, uh, we are non-existent Patreon. One day, if we ever have a Patreon, uh, this is a pledge that we will do that. Should we set one up? Not right now. Why not right we now? We have to have actual people listening to this podcast. We have people listening to the podcast. Six. <laughs> <laughs> it's like six people. Yeah. You know what's going to be amazing is like later down the road, if we get to like 60 thousands or millions of listeners, hear me out. And they, if you, they, they binge. You mean thousands and you refreshing the page a thousand times? No, Jeff. I mean thousands of people millions of people that are watching our craving listening our podcast they're gonna re-binge it from start to finish 
Yeah. And they're going to go right. on to this episode yeah. where we talk about, hey, Jeff, you think we should make a Patreon? I mean, no, yeah. we only have six followers. Honestly, at this point, no one's listening to this episode anymore. <laughs> They've all, they all turned it off 10 minutes in. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, we probably haven't got anybody on this yeah, episode if, yet. If, there, if we have like a little like sliding. So then we should just say fuck it then and talk about whatever we want. Well, f- yes, more or less. Um, that's moment by moment. Um, if if this Patreon happens, in addition to Boy in the Plastic Bubble, we will also do a bi-monthly series called Untravolting, where we cover all the non-existent sequels to the movies we cover what? that do not have John Travolta in them. Uh, so we have to cover Carrie 2, Grease 2, uh, Bubble Boy... So we're including remakes into yeah, this. Yeah, remakes. Oh. oh. I mean, this probably won't happen, but. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Um, what do you want to talk about, Jeff? So, so here's something. Here's something. I found the moment by moment vinyl soundtrack. Okay. And paperback novel. Okay. Available for sale. Where? On eBay. Are you going to buy it? Should I buy it right now? Well, how much is it? It's 20 bucks. Do it. If it's twenty bucks, you should absolutely do it. All right, all right, folks. Um, this will do it. I'm doing it right now. Do it, yeah. Um. All right, folks. Live on this episode, I've ordered the vinyl and paperback release of Moment by Moment. Congratulations! I'll put in an applause. Yeah, uh, we'll put in effect. some applause sound effects. Yeah. Um, I'll be posting it on our Instagram, and um, I'll put a we'll put on our social media. It's like there's a little Easter egg, yeah, in our on this episode. This isn't an Easter egg. This is part of the content. Well, it's like you know we've never done it before. Put in a sound effect. Yeah, I want to eventually. I mean, we're gonna start here. I'm gonna get a Rodecaster Pro that has like these sound effect buttons, so you can like pre-program. So like you could do it live during yeah. the podcast. That'd be sick. That would be pretty sick. Like we do like zoing. Like <laughs> for like anything that happens or like applauses or drum rolls yeah i can't believe i'm gonna have paperback and fine look at this this thing i'm really looking forward to seeing it oh jeff's showing it to me damn okay that vinyl cover is pretty nice though yeah i can't believe you i'm gonna be single by the end of this podcast and <laughs> all the john Travolta paraphernalia <laughs> i'm assembling in my apartment becca's not gonna listen to this until two hey. months like a month down the road hey what what is what are you doing? What's he doing? Are you showing me something? I'm, I'm taking my shirt off. I'm, why stri- you, I'm stripping. Why are you taking your shirt off, Jeff? Just because I want to Folks show you. Folks were listening. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Why? Jeff is showing me a shirt that I will not describe to our audience because it's a movie we have not covered yet, and we are going to cover in a big way. So I'm not going to give it away. But Jeff uh, yeah. is wearing a movie, a shirt that has a movie on it with John Travolta yeah. that I cannot tell you. For folks who are good friends of the podcast, you probably know what movie we're talking about. Leave yeah, it in the comments the below. Greatest movie ever made. The impetus for this podcast. I haven't seen it. You will. I will eventually. <laughs> you will. You will. And I will probably kill myself it's afterwards. A great movie. Um, Jurassic Park is a good movie. Yeah, great movie. Uh, did you have something about Jurassic Park three you want to talk about? Did I have something about? Oh yeah, about I, the I Ebola made a, virus. Oh yeah, I, I, that was a complete bit. I have no context for that. So you're just gonna leave me hanging dry? No, I'm, I'm gonna talk about Jurassic Park. It's a great movie. They made four un- unsatisfying sequels. Yeah, The Lost World is okay. 
It's okay. I kind of enjoy it. Yeah, Spielberg I, I is a good director. Too. Yeah, you know he video directed that because he was doing Schindler's List at the same time. Well, it was the other way around. Because he did the video direction of Jurassic Park on the set of Schindler's List. He approved, That's what I meant. He approved the VFX effects yeah. for it. Yeah. Because he shot Jurassic Park, then went right to shoot Schindler's List. And at the end of everyday production, he had to go and approve Raptors and like T-Rex CGI. Yeah. It's a pretty good movie. You know what movie could use dinosaurs running through it? Moment by, by moment. moment. <laughs> Imagine if you're watching this movie. <laughs> Trish and Strip are just hanging out on the beach. All of a sudden... A plesiosaur just comes <laughs> running out of the ocean. Literally grabs Travolta by the leg. Yeah. And Trisha starts screaming. Travolta is like not screaming. He's just opening his mouth, gaping wide, but no voice comes out. And literally Corky <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> tries to tries to save Travolta. He's like, oh, oh, oh. and the, the dinosaur's like, like ripping John John's leg yeah. off. And like eventually it runs back into the ocean with John's leg. John right now is bleeding out in the ocean right now. Trisha runs up to John. She's like, John. He's like, go get help. Get Greg. Get Greg. Go go get help. And then the plesiosaur comes back. Yeah. And it finishes the job. And it eats Travolta, but it also gets Corky in the process. Oh, no. Oh, no. Trisha, at this point, faints. Yes. And she wakes up, and there's a bunch of compies nearby. Yeah. Not... Compies are pretty cool. I like compies. Compies are pretty cool. Yeah. You know... You know what the problem with the Jurassic Park sequels is? What is is the problem with the Jurassic Park sequels? The best one is The Lost World. Yeah. It's It's the the best best Jurassic Park sequel. Yeah. I hate Jurassic World. The the problem is The Lost World is the worst Jurassic Park sequel. It doesn't really build on it at all. Or like the themes or the ideas. It shows that there's a second island. Yeah. It's like here's a second island. Isla Sorna. Instead of Isla Nubar. Yeah. But it's like, we're going to get the dinosaur and we're going to bring them back. The whole, the whole bit is that they're like, yeah, people don't want to come to an island. We're going to bring the island to them. Yeah, they, it's like a little King but, Kong thing. They bring the T-Rex to the city. Yeah, it's like King Kong. But So I think feel like it no, builds up on I, it. Make, it's just all part of the point. The point is, Jurassic World is the best Jurassic Park sequel in terms of the idea and the theme. There's like a logical thought there. But it's just a bad movie. It's a bad movie though. Right. And that's what's so weird is <laughs> The Lost World's the best movie, but it's like not a good Jurassic Park sequel. But can I say? But the Jurassic World is a good Jurassic Park sequel. It's a bad movie. Jurassic Park 3 has a T-Rex Spinosaurus fight. Yeah, the Spinosaurus and wins I and fuck that. was down for that one. I was down for it until the T-Rex gets its neck. Its neck gets snapped. Yeah, the Spinosaurus is huge. It's it's so rude of it. <laughs> it's so mean. It's so rude. <laughs> it's a carnivore. It's very. It's a predator. It, it needs snapped. to kill to survive. The T Rex is my best friend, and the T Rex would eat you without hesitation. Yeah, he's my best friend. <laughs> he would eat you without hesitation. Um, he would not yeah. save you from the Velociraptors like he does in the first movie. Yeah, That's just Jurassic absurd. World, where the the Raptors are like Chris Pratt's friend or whatever. Also, what not happen? Chris Pratt was friends with dinosaurs, and they're all like, "Yeah, it's my boy, Chris." It's my Pratt. boy, Chris Pratt. Yeah, Blue is just like Alan. His name is Blue. It's the Raptor's name. He just says, Alan. But says, Alan. <laughs> Chris. Christopher. But I bet they call him formal names yeah. too. Christopher. They don't say Chris. <laughs> yeah, but and you know, Chris has probably had arguments like, "Listen, yeah. Blue, just call me Chris." It's like, "All right, Christopher." Like he yeah. never calls him by Chris. But. But yeah. Um, I want to finish this. I want to finish this thought. I want to finish this thought. The Jurassic Park thing? Yeah, because Jurassic World is so thematically 
rich as a, as like a sequel. Because if there's anything the past year has proven to us, just because something is dangerous doesn't mean people won't do it. Hmm. Um, so like, it makes so much sense that the company would just do it again, but with, say it's safe yeah, and make bigger dinosaurs and just say and it's be safer. like, yeah, more teeth or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's a, a rich idea. They would just do it more technologically and say, yeah, it's safer. And then the same shit happens again. All in pursuit of the mighty dollar. But it's just a bad movie. Yeah, but it's a dumb movie. Yeah. Um, you know what else is a dumb movie? There's a lot of dumb business in that. You know what else is a dumb movie? What? Episode 9, Rise of Skywalker. Oh, yeah, that movie. That is J.J. Abrams. Bless his heart. He's made good movies. The Force Awakens is really good. Force Awakens I have no idea what happened. Um, well... I think you and I, you said it to me on previous conversation it that it's like episode nine is an entire trilogy in one movie. Yeah. And it, it spends so much of his time trying to roll back the previous movie. Yeah. Uh, the last Jedi, which is the second best star Wars movie. I agree. I, Behind empire strikes back. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's empire. And then yeah. attack the clones. People, people might've thought we were doing a bit and like carry when I said the last Jedi is a great note. No, we both really like we are last sup- Jedi. No one is listening to this episode at this point. So we can just spew out a lot of hot. That's takes. what I really, yeah. that's what I want to do right now. Just be if, ever, if people didn't stop listening when we were talking about moment by moment, they stopped when we started talking about Jurassic park. Yeah. So episode but, uh, eight is my also, yeah. I would, I would, I don't know if I'd make it my second. No, I, I go empire. Last Jedi, New Hope. I think I'd go Empire, New Hope, Last Jedi. Yeah, that, that's a totally valid. And like, yeah. I was it's like, classic. It's, it's New Hope's the original one, so I feel like the original. It's got it's you can't beat the introductory yeah. aspect of the world of Star yeah, Wars. The, a New Hope, or just Star Wars, as it was called, or I suppose it should be called, um, yeah. is the only perfect Star Wars movie. Just because I don't think a sequel can be a perfect movie. Yeah, just by the fact of it requiring yeah. your knowledge of something else to exist. You know what's been interesting, and I'd say this has been the past two years, is a lot more prequel love has been coming back, but particularly yeah. to Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, good movie. You know, and I, I think it the second act is where it lo- where it really loses. The second act is just awful in Revenge, of, Revenge of, the Sith. of the Sith. Yeah, disrespect to my boy General Grievous. Um, General. But okay. We've been waiting for you. But okay, wait a second. Um, did you watch the anime of Star Wars: A Clone Wars from two thousand three? Not the animated Star Wars: Clone Wars series, yeah, the, but the, the the Samurai Jack animation. Yeah, the style. Johnny Tartofsky show. Yeah, uh, that General Grievous was the OG General he, Grievous. He's good. And then they did this General Grievous in Revenge. General Sith, Grievous is my. Like, <coughs> he's my best friend. My best friends are the T Rex from Jurassic Park. Three, General Grievous. Why three? Watto. Uh, Hold on, back up. Why is specific to Jurassic Park three T Rex your best friend? Because I, I, that's what I said earlier. He was my best friend. He got next. But friend. not the Isla Nubar Jurassic uh, Park original T Rex. Yeah, she's cool. But um, the one from three is my best friend. Hmm. Interesting. Anyway, yeah. So um, General Grievous and that T Rex and me go out clubbing. Uh, we hang out. We talk about our anxieties and insecurities. And what kind of insecurities do you have, Jeff? I mean, the the T Rex is just really concerned about like you know he eats whole cows. <laughs> like he's like you know I just gotta watch my cholesterol levels. <laughs> What's General Grievous like? Things he's gotta well, worry about. He, he doesn't have skin anymore, so he's <laughs> like I don't know. I don't know how do I maintain my metallic form. 
Yeah. He's like, do I got to use oxidizer? <laughs> Does he <laughs> sleep? Yeah. Does Joan Grievous have to sleep? Yeah. Hmm. But he can never get comfy. But like, because it's only admit, his organs. You got to admit that the anime General Grievous is better than the live action General Grievous. He's not as funny. That's the point, though. It's like the like John OG General so Grievous in the anime. He's a lot is of bits. no funny business. He is like a silent brooding Gen- killer. G- General Grievous is a robot with a Dracula accent, organs that just hang inside of him, a cape, a cough. He collects lightsabers. There's just a lot of bits of that. It's so silly. My roommate hasn't seen episode nine, and I think we're going to watch it tonight. I'm sorry. Yeah, I am sorry, too. Um, you know what that movie does do well, though? La C-3PO. La C-3PO, you're right. It's like the first time he's been relevant in like 30 years. Yeah, because he wasn't relevant in any of the pre... Well, he was relevant in Attack of the Clones. He, he, he does a lot of... Buster Keaton business and, and Attack of the Clones. <laughs> no, 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 Revenge, of the, Revenge of the Sith. He doesn't really do he's, anything. He's present. And then, yeah, Force Awakens, Last Jedi. Not much. Yeah. Anything. He has a red arm, and then he gets it fixed, and then he's like, "It is not correct." Oh dear. Yeah. I just think people are quick to judge Last Jedi for not fulfilling their expectations. Yeah, they're quick to judge Last Jedi for being a movie with a thematic point and cohesion and real ideas well that is shot well people talk about like the pe- same people who hate last jedi for being too different are the same people who hate force awakens for being too similar i don't like i don't they're like i don't like luke skywalker being sad it's like did you do you want, not know his you, story it's like do you want a movie where just people are happy all the time and it's called star wars they're in a war all the time yeah we've hit the hour mark by the way yeah well we got another hour to go so um <laughs> fuck okay this is our episode on moment by moment directed by jane Mike. <laughs> so moment by moment um um i'm trying to think of anything to revive the moment by moment lily you know, tomlin what did she do after this movie uh do you know how much it never mind no say it there's a movie we're going to be covering later called eyes of an angel yeah do you know how much it cost by a DVD of this movie? How much does it cost? Jeff is showing it to me. Holy shit! Why is it $185 on eBay? It's not available anywhere else online. You've got to be joking me. There's a possibility I might have to buy this $185. No, you're set. not. Like, just put out an Instagram ad and be like, hey, we're looking for somebody who owns a DVD of this movie. Does anybody have it? I'm gonna- Can we borrow it? Can we rent it? I'm going to find somewhere I can watch this movie. Have you checked Redbox? You can't rent it on Redbox? You can't rent it anywhere. Anywhere? It's literally not available anywhere. Even the blockbuster in Oregon? I am swearing to you this movie does not exist. Not Hollywood Home Video Express? You can buy a foreign DVD. You can buy the VHS of it. It would be cheaper for me to buy a a VCR and a VHS copy of this movie. I I have a VCR player. Do you? I do. Here in this apartment? Here in this apartment. Should I order? <laughs> How much is it? It's like 10 bucks. Yeah, do it. Right. We'll watch it on. You know, it might be corrupted though. It might might be a scam deal because VHS uh, deteriorates over time. But if if it's good and we can watch it once and therefore the deterioration is not that bad. Oh yeah, she's Frankie on uh, Grace and Frankie. Lily yeah. Tomlin. Lily Tomlin, great actress. Yeah. Unfortunately in this movie. She was Aunt May in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Lily Tomlin. 
She was... Um, Am I about to order? Professor Frizzle in the Magic School Bus Rides Again TV series. Good for her. She was... She was in NCIS. She was in Desperate Housewives. She was in Pink Panther 2. Um, the Ant Bully. Remember that movie, The Ant yeah, Bully? That, that's, a, that's a movie that exists. She was Mamo. She was Deborah Fitterer in The West Wing. Um, Margot and Will and Grace, the 2005-2006 run. And... A lot of TV series. She was in a lot of TV series. Yeah. Great actress. We're very happy to still have her. She was in 9 to 5. Or 6 19... to 4. Nine... Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I mean, is she, she's, she was nominated for one Oscar. What movie was she nominated for? Nashville, 1975. So she, so this is before moment by moment. So she was, she was like probably not maybe at the same bar as John Travolta, but like yeah. pretty up there. Yeah, they both been nominated. Yeah, both not had one, but both nominated. And uh, they did not win or get nominated off this movie. When was was Travolta nominated again after Greece, like for an Oscar? He was nominated for Saturday Night Fever and Pulp Fiction. That's it. Yep. Wow. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about in that. movies that will actually have things to discuss. Yeah. He's nominated for a lot of Golden Globes. Yeah, because he's a good actor. Yeah. Um. So Jeff. Yes. Um, talk to me about something, buddy. I'm I'm, I'm reading Deadline right now. It's getting a little <clears throat> dire right now. We're having a lot of dead air. Yeah. No. I'm I'm looking up. I yes. Can I open a bag of chips? No one's listening. <laughs> No one's listening no. to this right now, right? No, everyone's listening to this right now. If you were still... Li- okay, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Wait, wait. Stop, stop the top of the ships for a second. If you are still listening to this episode, go on to Twitter. Hashtag... Um, hashtag strip libs. Hashtag strip libs. Tweet at me at trollingpod. Hashtag strip libs. Or should it be Greg Lives? I don't think anybody's going to do it. Okay, Strip Lives. Uh, hey, no one's listening to this, so I don't think that announcement is going to be heard by anybody. Yeah, no, everyone's been listening to this. No. So with that being said, Jeff, I feel comfortable eating chips on the microphone. Uh, sure. Um, <laughs> You're not comfortable with this No, that's all. fine. You're not comfortable I with this. I literally could not care. We've been talking about Jurassic Park and Star Wars for like 20 minutes. Ollie's get back from the mic. Here's some, here's some headlines for you that's going on right now. Give me some headlines. Spider-Man 3 named Spider-Man No Way Home. No Way he, Home. He doesn't... It's it's so funny to me that the first one was deliberately named Homecoming. It's like, he's coming home! And the next two have both <laughs> titles about how he's not, he can't get home. <laughs> Far from home, No Way Home. Because of the Sony-Disney deal. Yeah, I just like how the first one's like, yeah, he's home, finally, Homecoming. It's like, no, he's far away from home. No, he can't get home now. <laughs> Poor Spider-Man. You remember when there was so much buzz about Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield being in the Spider-Man 3? Yes. Because they were going to do like a Doctor Strange parallel universe bit. Yeah. Then they stopped it. They, they, they squashed it. They said, nope, that's not the plot. It could still be the plot. I don't think it will. It's probably, who knows? I don't. 
Nickelodeon is launching Avatar Studios. Um, Are we just reading it, off headlines? A division designed to create original content spanning animated series and movies based on the world of Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh, they're making content for platforms such as Paramount Plus and Nickelodeon. So it's going to be like Avatar TV shows and movies. Let's have a discussion about this right now. Um, what's going to be our highlight clip for this episode? Uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender discussion. <laughs> what um, we just talked about. No, it's got it's, it's probably what was the thing you started laughing at in the middle of moment by moment? Was it Greg dies and maybe I don't know. Well, there was the dollar bill bit. When she puts not, the dollar bill. The, not the, the no, there, there was something earlier where you just lost. Oh well, no, it was, I think it was when Greg, Greg died. and uh, Strip are the same person. No, it's when he died. I, mean, I first mentioned he died, and then yeah, you get hit by lightning or something. So that that's gonna be the clip. That's probably the clip. So we're gonna find all the worst parts of this episode. <laughs> we're gonna, we want people to not listen to this. We want people to not listen to this. We are not self-deprecating our podcast, Becca. If you're listening to this, do you have anything you want to say to Becca right now, Jeff? I'm so sorry. <laughs> please, please don't be mad. <laughs> um. The Halo TV series moves from Showtime to Paramount Plus. I'm gonna see. How, Ma- how Ma- about that uh, Lord of the Rings uh, TV series? Can be on Amazon. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see Master Chief in live action. The thing that we all need. Um, but but how about that? Um, the rebooting Frasier? <laughs> what? But Jeff, I want you yeah. to talk about the um, Lord of the Rings TV series that they're doing on Amazon Prime. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a good uh, good good movie or a good show. Hopefully, it's about like. Um, Isn't it a prequel series? About yeah, like the it's War about of the like Ring? Numenor and the War of the Ring. Yeah, which like yeah, fun. Oh my god, Kelsey Grammer's coming back for a Frasier reboot. Wow, how's Kelsey Grammer doing? Uh, he was in Money Plane last I saw him, so he's thriving. Wow, Money Plane, a movie that I wish we could cover on this podcast. We will. He's not. John Travolta's not in it. Oh. <laughs> Shoot. He should be though. That sounds like a, a name of a movie that John Travolta would Money be Plane in. is such a wild movie. If you are still listening to this and you haven't seen Money Plane, I no would recommend renting us, it. No one's listening to us right now. There's a part in Money Plane where they're like, the Money Plane only launches from a terminal that no one knows where it is. And then it cuts to this, where it just says Money Plane Terminal, Undisclosed Location. But it's like this huge fucking airport. <laughs> like, how does no one know where this is? What? Or maybe it's just the fact that where the money plane is taking off from is unknown. No, it's like established that the terminal is hidden. How is that possible? Like, how does air traffic control, like, let that go? Because it's the money plane. <laughs> they got money. Like, there's planes there. They, that got, term- they got money. <laughs> it's got a lot of money on that money plane. Can you walk me through what happens through money plane? Yeah, there's a lot of things that happen. Uh, they have to rip off the money plane. Kelsey Grammer is playing a character named Darius Emanuel Grouch III, otherwise known as the Rumble. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, they clearly only had him for one eight-hour day because all of his scenes are in the same room. <laughs> He's sitting in the same chair. Okay. Um, he delivers a line where he's like, um, uh, he's like, all the baddest motherfuckers in the planet are on that plane, all craving action. <laughs> if you want to see a dude fucking an alligator, money plane. I, I have it on Blu-ray. We should watch it sometime. Okay. 
I'm down. Uh, it's it fits very much into like late stage Travolta style movies, but um, unfortunately he's not in it, so we can't. We're going to do the grammar cast or um, Fraser Cranin or whatever we're going to call it. We would call that podcast the Instagrammer. No, nothing. I get nothing from that. I was not looking at you. Sorry. I was Jesus hell. I was sending an email. Hour and ten minutes, Jeff. Still got fifty. <laughs> Are we really gonna go for two hours of this ship? Uh, no, everyone stop. I, folks. <laughs> you know, well, I, I will talk about I, something else with you. Yeah, it's just no, right now we're kind of stalling. I've, I've been talking about how I've been. I'm gonna do impressions of all forty six presidents on this <laughs> podcast. What if we just bang them all out right now? <laughs> 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 oh, for fuck's sake! It live in the moment, Jeff. <laughs> live in the moment by moment. Um, yeah, you know, live, in, live in the moment by moment. That's a good one. I'm, 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 uh, I'm supporting you. Yeah, do it. Uh, well, I gotta figure out where some of these presidents are from. No, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Well, George Washington's uh, Virginian. I'm gonna dole this out over the show. I can't, I can't blow my load so quickly. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do some highlights right now. You gotta do it president by president, moment well, by my moment. My name's Bill Clinton, and uh, I support this message. I've already done Bill Clinton, but in the future, if you're listening to the show, can you do a Ronald Reagan, Mr. President? It's not a great Ronald Reagan, but we're gonna trickle down. Wait, I'm gonna try this. Well, we're gonna we we gotta do some trickle down economics, and uh, this the space program. Space program. I feel like you gotta like cheat, yeah. cheat, you know, choose the space program. You know, I, I you're, know. you're sounding a bit more like Jimmy Carter, weirdly. Well, you could say that again. My name is Jimmy Carter, and I support this message. I was JFK. My name is John F. Kennedy, and I support this message. Do not ride in convertibles. Learn from my mistake. <laughs> These are all. Besides the Bill Clinton yeah, one, these Bill, are all bad. Bill Clinton's the only one I can do. Why do you want to do all 46 then? <laughs> oh, I'm not a crook. <laughs> Richard Nixon's back. <laughs> That's not... Oh, God damn. Um, you know, uh, our strategy in the Middle East is going to lead us to mission accomplished. Is this W? It w. Uh, what about doing an older president whose voice you don't know? Like, Our score in seven years ago. Oh. Is, that, is that how Lincoln sounded? No, that's not. That's bad. What about um, James Madison? Uh, are we doing Hamilton, James Madison, or like real James Madison? Real James Madison. We know James Madison probably something. No, he didn't sound like that. <laughs> real James Madison probably sounds something like this. You're from Virginia, after all. So I, just, why I am terrible at impressions. You are terrible at impressions. It's uh, finally taking you this long to realize yeah, it. No, I've realized it all along. You have a select few that you're good yeah. at, but like in terms of the overall art form yeah. of impressions, yeah. pick a different career field. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I just we need a have no, we have nothing to fear but fear itself. That was not very yeah, good. That's not it. Um. I just ate a whole bag of Doritos on this podcast, yeah. Jeff. Folks, here's the deal. Not, uh, number one. What was, what was, was an it? attempt at Joe Biden? 
Oh, that was really bad. Yeah, it was really bad. Because you got to do, oh, everybody. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's dying. This is the Joe Biden Green New Deal. <laughs> <sighs> Malarkey. <laughs> what is that? It's Joe Biden. That does not sound like He's Joe really Biden. old. He's like 78. He's not that old. It's 78 is pretty old. I mean, no, it's, very, it's pretty old, but he's not like on death's door. I uh, look forward to working with Barack America. <laughs> I like how... Oh, by the way, um, for folks who might still be listening, Barack Obama just came out with a podcast on Spotify. Did he? Yeah, with uh, Bruce Springsteen. I'm actually reading his book right now. Really? How yeah, is it? A promise. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's called uh Renegades, Born in the USA. It's yeah, if you want Spotify. to um hop yeah, on over to there. Yeah, we're hyping him up and hope to hype us up. <laughs> uh so you know, uh, former Mr. President Barack Obama, if you're if you're a fan of John Travolta, if you're a fan of come on, come on the show. Come on the show. We uh, will talk about literally He still any... lives in Chicago, doesn't he? he does. Doesn't the Obamas live in Chicago? They split their time between Chicago and Washington, I believe. Well, whenever Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. President Barack Obama, I don't know how to address him. Um, when you are ever in Chicago next, stop by I'm, my apartment in Andersonville, which I will not give the address I'm, I'm away. I'm on his fam. I'm on his official website right now, and there's a press inquiries form. <laughs> Send him one in for our podcast. Do it. Say we are a podcast based. We are out of podcast Chicago. covering. Based out Chicago, covering John Travolta. If there's any John Travolta movie that you, Michelle, or any of your daughters are really passionate yeah. about, send them over. Please come on the show. Please come on the show. Barack, we we want you on, buddy. Can you do a Barack Obama impression? No. No? Not good? Um, it's not good. Okay. Um, how much do you want to bet? Like, if, if, if Barack Obama liked John Travolta... What do you think his favorite Travolta movie would be? Mm-hmm. He, he, I, I can see him being a Pulp Fiction kind of guy. Yeah? Yeah. I think it'd be Urban Cowboy. Urban Cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We still got to record that episode. We still got to record Urban Cowboy. Yeah, we haven't recorded that yet. No one's listening, um, Jeff. Yeah, no one's listening. We've been going an hour and 15. Um, yeah. We can go for 45 more minutes. I don't, I don't think we have anything. Should I send this press request to Barack Obama to come on the show? <laughs> I triple dog dare you. Organization. Trouble. You're going to get home to Becca today. There's going to be a bunch of she'll be like, in my... She'll be like, wait, how was the podcast today? It's like, well. <laughs> we email uh, Barack we Obama. We email Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I think he would like, I, I think he would probably also like Pulp Fiction. I think but we already have somebody on the Pulp Fiction episode. Yeah, we do. We can't. We just have to tell Obama. Sorry, dude. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, Mr. Sorry President. Sorry, that one's booked. <laughs> sorry, Mr. President. That one's booked. Can we reschedule? <laughs> Can you have you on for primary colors? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what if he's the guest for Speed Kills? Oh, he'll, he'd be great. Well, there's got to be a... Um, there's got to be a Travolta movie where it's about politics. Like, does he play a politician in one movie? Yeah, Primary colors. Oh yeah, sure. He plays Bill Clinton or a Bill Clinton type. So, Mr. President, please, um, come on the uh, 
come on the Travolting podcast. We really appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, be on Primary Colors. You know what? I'm gonna call it. What are you doing? I'm gonna call it. <laughs> You're calling it. I'm calling it. All right. You wanna you wanna take us out, Jeff? Yeah. Um. I order. I spent money already on this podcast. I ordered a vinyl and a book about this movie that we're never gonna talk about again. Um. It was. We're at an hour and seventeen minutes. Yeah. We could not deliver the two hours. We cannot deliver the two hours. We promise. Or the twelve hours or the sixteen hours that we said yeah. in uh not a recording we have not yeah. done yet. Yeah. Um, thank you all for listening. Um, if you're still listening, at this point. if you're still listening, um, please make sure to tune in next week for our episode on Urban Cowboy. It'll be much better, we promise. It's available through Showtime. Uh, it's a movie. It's pretty good. Um, you can watch it. Um, well, available on Showtime as of the time of this recording, which is February 24th of 2021. Uh, mileage may vary on whether it still exists. Um. Please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Oh, not this one. Um, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. We're, um, we're going to probably put out a press release to say, like, just skip this one, folks. Yes, yeah, you can just skip this one. You can just skip this one. <laughs> no, we pro- we had kind of about 45 minutes of discussion of the movie. Um, yeah, about 45 minutes. And then the rest of the 30 minutes, we just kind of jacked, yeah. you know, jerked off. Um, you can find us at Travolting Pod on Twitter or Instagram for updates, fun stuff, all that good stuff. You know, it's we're glad this is being bookended by two good episodes. Yeah, like John Travolta's career. Yeah. Um, he did Grease, then he did this movie, and then he did Urban Cowboy, yeah, kind of like we, what we're doing. We have a Reddit, r slash Travolting. Who knows if anyone's used it? Um, I set it up. I forgot to update it since. Um, Jeff, I got a pee. Cool. Thanks for sharing. Um, you can email any comments or questions travoltingpodcast at gmail.com you can find me on twitter at Jeff W. Sweeney. you can find me on at stewartelmore95 on instagram yeah if uh, special thanks as always to Rebecca <clears throat> Johnson for our graphic design and Michael Van Bodigam Smith for the theme music that is currently sending us out we love you Becca and Michael thank, thank you, you all so thank you folks all for listening um, please come back next week for Urban Cowboy it's a good episode uh, we haven't recorded it yet though obviously And have a great rest of your week. Stay safe. Stay safe, folks. Bye.